I'll tell you what, they don't make them like they used to. No. They truly don't. They don't. They don't do it like that anymore. They don't. Uh, I got matches today. No lighters. Somehow I ran out of every lighter I've ever owned. That's hilarious. In the past two days. Oh, it's great. Like ran out of gas or yeah. just lost them? Um, I just lost them all. Oh, I think shit. they're in my okay. pants pockets or something. So I was going to start the podcast before I lighted the fucking thing, but now, now I'm fucked. <laughs> now I'm a match on the mic. Fucked. I know. Hold on. Let's see if we can do this. Oh. Now I, I can't do it. All the shit came off. Live from the studio. Great content here. Here there we go. go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what if Little Wayne started his songs instead of the lighter flicks? It's just him trying to light a match for like three yeah, minutes straight. Three failed attempts. <laughs> <laughs> like, just that, like, <laughs> instead of him like Shit, hitting man. the lighter and laughing, he's just like pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right above it. Oh, wow. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. And uh, we're coming at you on a nice hot June day, Monday the 13th. Beware of Monday the 13th. Yeah, Monday the 13th. That's what Garfield hated. Spooky. I almost had to fucking beat the guy's ass at the gas station across the street just before this. Why? I think I was going to say maybe it's the sunglasses make me feel like... Don't what don't, don't what you mess don't, with don't mess with me, you know? These are your brother's sunglasses, by the way. Nice. Um, but I wasn't wearing them at the time. So maybe it was just the fact that I had been wearing them all day that made mm. me feel like, dude, does this guy not know that I own sunglasses? Because <laughs> he wouldn't be treating me like this if I was wearing them right now. <laughs> now I walk into the Exxon over there. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a camel shortage or something. Not the animal, the cigarette. Yeah. Which leads me to another thing I want to talk about. I have a great idea for mm. a camel. I don't want to give away right now. But uh, so I go into the gas station and, you know, of course, they like don't have much. I wanted to get Mountain Dew Energy because that low key is the best energy drink on the market. Really? Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't tried it yet. But they only had like the shittiest flavors. I don't know why energy companies or just drink companies in general insist on these weird flavors. It's like just do the tried and two flavors, dude. Lemon, lime, uh, grape, orange. Anything outside of that, you can do like a cool blue, yeah. just blue flavor. That's not yeah, like a f- blue ice. Yeah, it's not like a fuck. flavor. Oh, it's not a fruit. It's just a flavor. Yeah. Like blue ice. Once you start getting into these weird ones like guava, avocado, lemon, cucumber, it's like, what are you yeah. doing, dude? So they only had these like stupid fucking flavors. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go 2011 right above it style and just get fucking Diet Mountain Dew. God damn it, how you love it. <laughs> Diet Dew. So I walk up to the counter, and this guy is sitting there. Uh, I, I'm assume younger guy. He was wearing his mask up to his fucking eyeballs mm-hmm. and just sitting like, I guess like, in, you know how normally like you go to a store and like the guy behind the counter is like above you? Like he's yeah. like, this guy was, I think they have like a dugout thing where he's like four feet below the regular store. He's just Jesus. like sitting so low. He's like in a school chair. Literally. Like the ones that are super low to the ground. Literally. And then they dug like a six foot pit that he sits in in his <laughs> school chair. So I'm like looking over the counter at this guy, like looking up at me like this. All I see is his eyes. Probably like in his. Yeah, you ask him for his ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I put up the things. I'm like, can, you, can I get a pack of camel crushes? And all I hear is like, mm, camel. And I was like, I don't know what that says. I thought he was just. Because a lot of times you go to a gas station, they'll just be like, um, you give him like a 20, they'll be like, and a 20. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they, I guess, is that for cameras? I guess they do that. They say like just for like the records. 
They could be like, you can clearly know. read this guy's lips and see. I noticed they do that at gas stations. Anyway, so he goes, blah, 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 camel. I'm like, all right, I guess he's just mouthing the word camel to himself. This guy's a fucking freak. So then um, I noticed that the total on the thing is still 443. And I'm like, oh, you got the camels on there? He goes, I just told you we don't have any camels. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Got We don't have any camels. And I was like, now you got it. I, I didn't have my sunglasses all the time. Yeah. Because at that moment, you would have taken the sunglasses oh, off. I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Or at least maybe one of these. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Maybe one of these. You got to mean business. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he fucking says it like two times back to back. And I just hit him with like a dead stone cold stare. I was just like, he, he goes, I'm going to run this back. I'm going to run this back. So I walk up to the counter. I say, can I get a pack of camel crush? He's just, camels. I'm like, I notice the total, and I go, oh, you got the camels on there? He says, I just told you, we don't have any camels. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. He says, we don't have any camels. And I was like, I know. I said I didn't hear you, all right? Sorry about that. And we just made eye contact for like five seconds Yeah. while I'm writing the card, and then I was like, all right, have a nice day. Yeah. And I left without my fucking camels. Looking back on it. Yeah. There's a chance there was a misunderstanding there because I think maybe the second time when I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, he thought I was saying it to that and then repeated himself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but the way he said, the first time was aggressive though. So that was. The first time was definitely aggressive. It kind of sounds like you're dealing with a guy who's not all there. Oh, yeah. To be fair. That's what it was. And it's like, dude, first of all, you got your fucking mask past your fucking eyeballs, and you're sitting 20 feet below me in a fucking electric chair, fucking mumbling. Yeah. Mumbling. And then when I don't hear you, instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot I'm wearing a cloth over my face and sitting. 80 feet below you. Plexiglass wall. And behind a plexiglass wall. Down on the basement level floor, basically. And mumbling and also not all the way there. Yeah. So then he gets aggressive with me. So that's why I responded the way I did. And then he just instantly repeats himself again. I was like, this man trying to fight me right now, dude? Yeah. Obviously, we didn't fight. Only because I wasn't wearing my flip flops. I mean, I wasn't wearing my sunglasses and I was wearing my flip flops. Not ideal fighting uniform you got to be the reverse of that you got to have your sunglasses and have not be wearing flip-flops yeah like bare feet would even be better (sighs) so i just gave him the old stare sometimes the stare is all you need you know it's just one of those things where it was like oh i saw you did he break eye contact at all no okay which means he's definitely retarded or no it means that he might not be he might just be not good socially or something i don't know (sighs) yeah there's a chance he was autistic but you know what so the fuck am i yeah. So don't fucking play that game with me, dude. You know, <laughs> if I got to fucking figure out how to be a normal person in the world, you can too. Um, so then, you know, I'm like, all right, well, this guy sucks. So I get my two <laughs> diet dudes and I leave. And then I go to the gas station across the street on the other side. And uh, they're out of camels too. Mm. I'm like, dude, what's going on? These are all like kind of chintzy gas stations though. Yeah, but like, I mean, they're they not ha- like stocked like a real like convenience store in a gas Yeah, I didn't station. go to like fucking Cigarette Depot. I went to fucking Exxon and then BP. Yeah, it's basically a closet that just has snacks and like a drink cooler in yeah, it. Yeah, you have about the same chances if you like went over your friend's house and said, yeah, do you yeah. have camels? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you got any other fucking flavors of soda other than cherry, avocado, guava fruit? And they're like, nah, dude, that's all I have left. I'm like, this is a shitty friend's house and even worse <laughs> gas station. 
So that fucking was weird. And then I, I had to go all the way down to 7-Eleven to get, uh, to get um, my cigs. And they're out of lighters. I was like, is the whole fucking cig supply chain just out now? Yeah, and why lighters, too? I guess you would think if, if we're running out of cigs, there would be an abundance of lighters. Because mm-hmm. people don't need them anymore. There's no yeah, more what are cigarettes. are people lighting? There's no more cigarettes to smoke. <laughs> so you'd think there's just a surplus of lighters. Apparently, we're out of both. Jesus. So I don't know. I don't know. We were fucking weird, though. Um, but what I was gonna oh, say, fuck. you just like lay your pants on fire. Yeah, I know. I'm not really good with these matches at all, to be honest. To be honest, I suck with matches. You're doing it too violently. Yeah, you gotta get a little smoother. Anyway, so before I realized the sig shortage, I was at the point in Towson on Saturday night. Thank you, thank you. Amazing work. Amazing work. I was smoking a cig, and this old guy's outside, and he was like, hey, what are you smoking? I was like, Camel Crush. He was like, ooh, what's that? And I was like, it's like, it can be menthol, but only if you crush it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, I was like, here, have one. So I gave him a cig. I was like a, a Camel ambassador. I was literally Joe Camel the other night. Yeah, yeah. Because I also gave- You should have been like getting his email. Yeah, I, know. I was like, also, can I see your ID? I'm going to, and taking your information. Here's a coupon for a free pack of cigs. <laughs> I gave uh, cigarettes to some teachers outside. I was giving Camel Cross to everybody. Camel Cross should have paid me there. Um, and so he's like, he's like, oh man, I haven't smoked menthols in years. I'm like, glad to have you back, dude. It's better. Because it heals your throat simultaneously as it ruins it. <laughs> so really, you kind of just break even on every Camel Crush, mm-hmm. the way I look at it, at least. And so... <laughs> haven't haven't checked this out scientifically <laughs> yet, but it makes sense to me. I mean, menthol heals the throat, tobacco ruins it. I'm looking at a fucking zero-sum game here yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, net even. Um, so he's like holding it. He's like, I'm going to take a couple hits first, and then I'll crush it if I want. I'm like... All right, dude. Like, you don't have to give me your whole itinerary on, like, how you plan on enjoying this cigarette. Like, I'm fucking, like, sitting there with the clock. I'm like, all right, crush it now. This is optimum crushing time. This is probably, like, the first thing this guy's done all day, though, too. Oh, yeah. It was definitely one of the few things he had done that day. He's, like, gearing up like it's his big activity. Anybody who's this fascinated by the idea of a menthol, uh, optional menthol cigarette has really got nothing going on that day. But luckily for him, neither did I, clearly, because I'm out there fucking pushing it like it's the fucking car that runs on water. I'm like, look at this shit, dude. It's going to change the industry. <laughs> um, So he's like, blah, 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 smoking it. And he's like, what do they call this again? Camel Snap? Like, <laughs> no, dude. Why would they call it Camel, Camel Crush, snap. dude? Like, how did you come up with the worst possible name for it when it's obviously Camel Crush? And he was like... Man, times are changing, man. Technology is really going crazy. I'm like, this is what's amazing you? This is what Cigarette technology. Cigarette <laughs> technology. Somebody put a fucking plastic ball of menthol juice in a fucking cig filter, and this guy's mind is blown. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm fucking sitting there texting people 800 miles away on my phone. No, that's, that's baseline. Camels is where it's at. And so he's like, man, next thing you know, they're going to be putting THC in these things. And I was like... And I thought about it for a second. I was like, ooh, a cigarette with a little THC ball mm, in it. A crush. but a in, crush. Yeah. And instead of a camel crush, you'd call it camel kush. Camel kush. Camel kush. Mm. That's a fucking marketable idea. That's a marketable idea. You're I'm telling me people sure aren't smoking camel cushes? I how that would work, though. 
Yeah, I mean, look, we'll leave that to the fucking eggheads. <laughs> the scientists. I'm the yeah. marketing guy here. I'm the Steve Jobs of this situation. I don't figure out how to make it happen. Mm. I just, I'm visionary. Yeah, yeah. Visionary. And there's no better branding. There's, because the problem with uh, a lot of these things is, um, you know, like, once one thing has success, then everybody goes out of their way to fucking do their thing. So now Marble has their optional menthol thing, which sucks. I forgot even what it's called. You know it sucks because I don't remember what it's called. The yeah. whole purpose of making something... Marlboro Snap. Marlboro Snap. <laughs> that might actually be it. <laughs> but it's like, you, they don't have... Camel has the fucking good name. The k- k- That's like a Camel Crush. It's so easy. Almost anybody can remember it except for that guy. And like, Camel Kush, that's unbeatable. There's camel nothing Kush you're gonna... Would be good. Would but be it would more, have to be Camel who did it. It would have to be. Yeah, which is yeah. why I'm going to directly email them. Uh, it couldn't be Marlboro... Marlboro marijuana, Marlboro mota. Mar- that could work. Yeah, that could work. I that could, could be interesting. That. I could see that. But anyway, yeah, that's my idea for uh, a Newport, uh, Newport. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. Parliament uh, pot. Parliament pot. <laughs> oh, yeah, pot. there you go. Yes, that's an easy dude. one. <laughs> easy. Mm. I don't know any other Sig brands. There's oh, a lot. American Spirits. Uh, spliff. Spliff. Spirit spliffs. A spirit spliff. That'd be good. That's something. That's pretty tame. We'll just send. We'll, we'll email every sig company <laughs> oh, yeah. already with our predetermined <laughs> names for them too. We're like, and don't even worry. We've already come up with the whole fucking branding and everything, dude. <laughs> spirit spliffs. Camel Kush. Marlboro Mota. Yeah. Parliament Pot. There you go. But yeah, that was just. Well, you know, lighthearted stuff to top off the podcast. Um, I went to the zoo. Ooh. Have you been in the zoo? When's the last time you've been to the zoo? I've actually been recently. We went over the fall last year. Okay. Um, and they, I think it was because they just opened up like the old part of the zoo where like all the old cages are. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty crazy. That was, uh, okay. So knowing me, I didn't expect to have the feelings that I had at the zoo. And I'll elaborate on that. Being that, A, um, I I don't think I've been to the zoo since I had been to the zoo since, like, some field trip in elementary school or something. Yeah, same here. It's been here. forever. Um, but I still, like, very vividly remembered it. Yeah, Like, I remember, too. like, coming up to the front gate and being like, oh, yeah, I've definitely been here. It's like, oh, yeah, I sat on that statue yep, as a kid. That oh, was me. Here's the turtle shell I crawled into. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, seeing those cages up front was like, I was like, damn, they really did not give a fuck at all back in the day. No, like, they would like have small a small as shit. Little ass fucking cage with like a stone ground. But I remember, like, because when we went through the old part of the zoo, I was like, wait, this is the zoo I remember going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm confused. Did they, did they like- I remember specifically one cage where I saw like a tiger or whatever, like piss on someone. Like, oh, a little yeah. kid ran up to the cage too close, and a tiger just lifted his leg and sprayed that shit. Damn. Dude, no tigers this time around. Um, I feel like when I... Well, was it a tiger? I, don't, I think it was, like, a lion. Okay. Lion is Or, acceptable. like, a lioness or whatever. I think... It was a big cat. There are certain animals I was expecting to see I didn't see. Mm. And I was... I, you know, when you well, go to... Well, no, it sucks for you. The avian flu is going on right now. That's so true. a lot of the birds are away and no penguins. And the yeah. Maryland Zoo in Baltimore 
is very big on penguins. Oh, yeah. They have a brand new penguin exhibit, and it's sick. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I could tell you that the exhibit is cool, but there yeah. was no penguins doing anything. It's like a big loop, and they just all race each other in a big loop all day long. Don't you feel like they should have like knocked the price off a little bit for that? You know, That's like mm-hmm. if you went to go see a movie, and were like, oh, just to let you know. This like the middle ten minutes we we're not showing you. It's mm-hmm. like so you're just gonna go from the beginning to the next part. Yeah, we're skipping that. I'm like I can't get fucking ten minutes worth of prorate. Like the penguins are huge. I got a shot glass from the Maryland Zoo, and the penguin is on the shot glass. That's your main animal. Yeah, that's the animal that girls want to see the most. They're the cutest, I guess, uh, things. You know, us manly men. I want to see a fucking gorilla. Where's the gorilla at? Yeah, Where the gorillas at? I don't remember them really having, like, they had, like, chimpanzees and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, they had chimps. And that was and, nice. Like, they had baby other chimps. guys, but, like, yeah, I don't remember seeing a gorilla when we were there. You gotta see a gorilla, dude. That was kind of what I was hoping for. In fact, when we, a long time ago, had our plan, well, it wasn't really a plan. It was just an idea. Um, the first time I ever did shrooms or acid, I was advocating that we go to brew at the zoo that mm. weekend. And, uh... Looking back, I remember saying this to Liv because I went with Liv. Obviously, I didn't go alone, mm-hmm. which would be, I guess you can go to It wouldn't be alone. bad. I mean, it wouldn't be bad, but it's like, I don't know, just kind of just walking around. It is kind of like, it's definitely a family activity. You got to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know? The zoo is a talking, you go, look at this guy. What do you think he's doing? And then you go to the next one, you're like, look at this guy. Everybody's doing you? that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't just go alone and be like, that's a fucking warthog if I've ever seen one. All right, next. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but I remember I remember saying to Liv that, like, I'm so glad I didn't do acid and go to brew at the zoo. Not for the reasons I thought, though, because I thought that the reason I would not have wanted to do acid is because it would have been too, I would have felt too much like the animal. I would mm-hmm. have seen through the veil of ego and delusion and been like, I am the same as this prairie dog i mean maybe if it was just a regular day at the zoo but not brew at the zoo yeah brew at the zoo i've never been so i couldn't tell you what it's like i'm imagining it's super busy i assume it's packed with people yeah it's a fun concept it's a fun concept yeah we almost went this year too yeah you and uh me and liz yeah we should make next year next year we'll go i was really um again i i didn't think i would feel this way but I really found myself kind of upset at the animal's situations. Yeah. I felt depressed. And it was such a weird feeling because it was like, on one hand, I love the fact that we have a zoo. On the other hand, you can certainly make the argument that for a lot of these animals, especially the endangered ones, or particularly the endangered ones, they're safer in captivity. Because if they weren't in the Baltimore Zoo in Druid Hill Park, they'd be in some, like, fucking savannah in Africa getting poached for, like, their fucking claws or their teeth or something. So, like, in that aspect, you could say, like, okay, like, maybe these animals aren't having the best times, but they don't know what they're missing, you know? like. But, like, dude, there were certain animals that I was like, all right, these guys don't care. Like, the prairie dogs, they're fucking chilling, walking around, standing up like this, and going back down. They even have, like, fucking... A bunch of strings over top so that hawks can't swoop down and get them, mm. you know. Um, but dude, the fucking leopard is the leopard and the elephants is what got me, and the cheetahs. First of all, cheetahs run sixty miles per hour. All right, their cage 
was maybe the size of this property. Mm-hmm. Where are they running? Where are they running? Like, yeah, what are they nowhere. doing all day? You know? And then the leopard has, like, I just, I look at the leopard, and he, see, the cheetahs, first of all, the other thing I want to say is, those cages are not nearly as, like, secure as I figured they, dude, the cheetah cage has no top. It's a fence maybe as tall as, like, this ceiling, and it just has, like, a little slope here. It's like, dude, I feel, I've seen house cats jump on a fridge. You're telling me a cheetah can't jump? 10 feet over this thing. Yeah. I guess it's just that they're so broken spirited. They don't even want to. Mm-hmm. They just literally don't want to. The giraffe. I took a Instagram story of the giraffe. The giraffe was up to this fence. The fence came up to not even all the way to the top of his legs. <laughs> so this thing wouldn't even have to jump. Yeah. He could literally just lift his leg up and walk over it. Like me walking over a fucking like one of those like dog things that you put like at the corner of a room so it can't get through a dog fence yeah that's what it was like to i was like why aren't you leaving dude you can leave but like also where would it go yeah i guess he's not familiar with the run area. over to north <laughs> avenue yeah like nobody's gonna see him yeah like what the fuck <laughs> in disguise <laughs> walking around with a fucking top hat and a fucking trench coat <laughs> i was like is that a giraffe or is that fucking 18 humans stacked up on top of each other. Yeah. Is that Jeffrey, whatever the fuck from, what was his full name? Is that the Toys R Us guy? Yeah. Like Jeffrey R. Bucks or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, uh, but, what took the cake was the elephants. The elephants saddened me because they were doing this thing where uh, they kept on like doing their head like this. Like, kind of like they were, like, listening to a good song is what it looked like. They were just, like, and they were both doing it. And uh, I was intrigued by this. So I, of course, asked, when you don't have Siri, you ask your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I asked Liv to Google why. (laughs) I didn't want to Google. I said, okay, Liv. I don't like to be on my phone in public. Yeah. Hey, Liv, can you Google this for me? (laughs) (laughs) And so she Googles. I was like, Google why the elephants are doing this shit. I don't know how to describe it, but just like put in like swaying head, like bobbing the head. And she was saying that apparently uh, it took a while Googling. Big Mm -hmm. Zoo didn't want us to find this out. But uh, after deep, deep in-depth research, we discovered that it's a, it's a behavior that is only exhibited by elephants in captivity. Mm. They don't see them do this in the wild. And it's usually a sign of like frustration and anxiety and understimulation. And so they just don't have shit to do all day. So they just like literally just bang their head against the wall. Yeah. And they were both doing it. And they weren't even allowed to be in the same area. Like there was like two separate elephant areas and they were just looking at each other from like across the fucking thing. Just fucking going. Just like communicating. Oof. You know, and I was like, dude, this is, that made me sad. You know, just talking about the, the article was basically saying like, you know, like elephants are used to like, obviously when you're in the wild, you're fucking evading predators. You're fucking looking for leaves and shit and grass. And like, you know, elephants, like their thing is memory. That's yeah. like their- And they like travel a lot. Like they'll walk crazy distances over a year and then they'll like rewalk those same trails because mm-hmm. they have like sentimental value to them. They'll have like elephant graveyards. They'll visit them to like mourn the dead. Yeah. Like they go crazy. Yeah, dude. They fucking, and they can't do any of that in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, they didn't have tusks, I don't think, which means they were detusked, which is like, come on, man. Let them have their fucking tusks. But then, like, 
just like seeing these animals that just like some of the fucking bottoms they weren't even like grass it was just like they were walking on like pavement I was like dude again I love the zoo and it's a shame that we have to ruin the lives of so many animals in order to have a fun date day for me <laughs> it's truly a shame it's truly a shame um, but uh, I don't know how I feel about it I don't honestly I've been thinking about it a lot and I honestly don't know if I support the zoo or not. Yeah. I mean, obviously the mo- the move would be have like, uh, you know, like one of those wildlife sanctuary type deals. If we are going to have like a place where you can see animals up close. Because mm-hmm. I think that is like a cool experience. Kind of like how Jurassic Park did it. Like well, just a gigantic. Try to do it a little better than that. <laughs> well, obviously. Well, honestly, they were doing it worse in Jurassic Park. Like I said, yeah, these no. fa- these cages were ridiculous. I was like, dude, how are they? And then, like, there's nobody, like, watching. Like, a cheetah would just have to, like, literally just stand up. They didn't even stand up. They're like, why would I bother standing up? It's like, dude, do you realize that you could get out of this? Now, the leopard, he had a top because leopards climb shit. Mm-hmm. So he would climb the tree, and he probably, he was probably, when I got to the leopard, he was literally just staring at a stump with his face like this. The whole time. Never did anything else. Just stood in the middle of his cage looking at a stump and just pissed off at it. <laughs> Like, God, this sucks, dude. I mean, look. Yeah, as an adult, the zoo is pretty depressing. And the squirrels, dude. The squirrels are different. And I know this is something that people say. Like, there was a tweet I saw one time where it said, like, question, did you have squirrels on your college campus? And did everyone on college campus insist that those squirrels were different than other squirrels? Because I feel like that is a thing. People are like, oh, the squirrels on campus are weird. I'm starting to believe it's a real thing. The squirrels at well, the... squirrels z- just like in the city are way different than a squirrel like in nature. Mm-hmm. Just because like there, there's no threat. Like if you go like up north, like near, you know, Pennsylvania border or whatever, a squirrel, if it's like, you know, quarter mile away from you, if it sees you, it's running up a tree. Yep. Scared for its life. Mm-hmm. Because they know that they're fucking good eating up there. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot more natural predators. But in the city, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, but then you have the zoo, which is like... Probably even more so, they don't give a fuck. Dude, they did not give a fuck, dude. They were just like sitting there lounging on like the ground, and I'd walk by, and I'm like, dude, aren't you supposed to be scared? Are you part of the exhibit? (laughs) Sometimes they would literally go in the cages. Like I watched one go in the cage and like eat some of the monkey food. Dude, you know a monkey's like ripping that thing down the. Those Oof. monkeys were not happy about it. And then I was thinking, who do you think's better at climbing, like a monkey or a squirrel? Mm. I bet a monkey could out like endure a squirrel, but I bet a squirrel's quicker. Yeah, monkeys have stamina. Yeah, monkeys have stamina. Squirrels have agility. But it was just strange, dude. And and like, like I said, I mean, I got I got a shot glass from the zoo. I think I'm I think I might make that my new thing. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about, I'm old enough at this point that I need a, a thing. Yeah, just getting gift shop stuff. Yeah, like, because I'm not going to get, like, a candle or, like, a shirt because, you know, I have a very tightly kept rotation of shirts, and it takes a lot to crack that rotation, you know? But a shot glass, that's nice. I was thinking, like, what if I just started buying, like, a shot glass from every place I visit? Because mm. I need shot glasses, and I also need to have a thing. Yeah. So... I forgot I took my sunglasses off. They're too bright. Speaking of things, this is my other <laughs> this new is my thing. my other thing. Sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. 
other people's sunglasses. Hell yeah. Yeah. Last time I was at the zoo, I remember, uh, you know, checking out all the penguins because they were still around. Very chill guys. Um, But did you go by the, uh, the lion exhibit? Yes, I did. So... Me and Liz were like walking around. We walked to the lion exhibit. We're like, we didn't see anything. We're like, oh, I wonder if they're here or not. Go by that like plastic little window area. Um, and we're just like sitting there talking. And out of the corner of my eye, I just see the fucking lion walk right by us slowly <gasps> in that window. And we're like right up against it. He's directly on the other side, dude. That was the most scary thing that's ever happened to me. Like even it was in the zoo. It was like, you know, I was safe, but like just that giant thing just right next to you. Yeah. Dude. It's like that scene. chills up my spine. It's like that scene where like they're in Jurassic park again, where they're like sitting there and they look for the T-Rex and they don't see it. And the next thing you know, he like pops up. Yeah. It's face is like, right. just like, the lion is the T-Rex of the zoo. I would say, unless they had a tiger. You know, or like a gorilla or some shit. Like, a gorilla's like the uh, velociraptor. Nah, I'd say maybe the gorilla's like... Mm, it's hard to beat a... Oh, shit. You got gorillas, and the one that really took the cake for me that I really was just astonished by was the fucking rhinoceros. I still, to this day, cannot believe those things are real. They are so fucking big. They look like literal fucking tanks. And they like fucking like it was just and then I was I was disappointed because of what you mentioned, the avian flu, because obviously you didn't see the penguins, but also you didn't see like basically any bird. Like I wanted to see an ostrich, no ostriches, mm. no fucking horn billed cranes. I didn't care about them. Um, but there were certain uh, the flamingos were out, but they were like kept in the back. Yeah. And they're just like they're I cool. Feel, I feel kind of bad for the flamingos because they just like have that shitty little like piss pool that they have to hang out in all day long. Yeah, they, but they don't fly. They just like kind of s- sit there. The thing with flamingos are they are really stupid. And like basically the dumber the animal, the less I feel for them. Mm-hmm. What made me mad was the fucking otters had a bigger territory to swim around in than the fucking like cheetahs and shit. I'm like, dude, cheetahs are smart. Cheetahs are like, they, they know what's going on. Otters don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think they're particularly smart. But it's like, why do the otters have as big of a thing as the fucking elephants? You know? I don't know. It was just a. It was. It was a. I, overall, a great experience. Um, I look forward to the zoo. Is one of those things, much like an amusement park, that I, I only foresee myself going to again when uh, I have kids mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know, so you got to do it. Or or at the brew at the zoo, I would do that too. Brew at the zoo next year. We'll go. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll, uh, we'll check it out. But the tiger would have been nice. The gorilla would have been nice, and any bird, you know. Oh, they also had a dinosaur exhibit that was uh, life-size, like, big-ass fucking dinosaurs and shit. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I think it's new. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember that. And I think that people are really starting to embrace the idea that dinosaurs had feathers. Mm. Now, the T-Rex didn't have feathers in this exhibit, but I think that's because this exhibit is for kids. Yeah. And if you're a kid, obviously, if you're a boy... You are obsessed with dinosaurs. It goes without saying. <laughs> you are obsessed with dinosaurs. And and going to a fucking zoo exhibit to see a life-size T-Rex for the first time in your life and then seeing it look like a giant fucking chicken, 
I can't imagine the effect that that would have on a young boy <laughs> to be like, wow, my favorite animal is just a giant I turkey. Mean, he doesn't know any better, though. But he's seen Jurassic Park and he's colored in he's colored a T-Rex in a book countless times. Or our, our iPad. I guess kids color on iPads. I mean, now. but what if all that media now is also like feathered dinosaurs? So I feel like that was a thing in like the Chris Pratt Jurassic World reboot. I guess. Yeah. Where I feel like they had some dinosaurs with feathers as like a nod to. Yeah, they do have some science, but the big ones, like the known ones, like the raptors and the rexes, mm-hmm. they still are unfeathered. Now at this exhibit, the velociraptors had uh, feathers. They look like chickens, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this is bullshit. Like even if this is what they looked like, fuck this, dude. Yeah, but That's I mean, disappointing. It's kind of crazy though, because you can see. I've seen some footage, you know, of like a, of a mouse animals? in like a chicken coop and they'll go after like a raptor, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no doubt that raptors are just ancient chickens. Yeah. But Jurassic Park can't make like because Jurassic Park has gone pretty full fledged into the especially with the new one coming. out. I haven't seen the new one, but I've seen like every other one up mm. to it. They still are not letting go of the old school raptor image. Oh yeah, because they're like the coolest ones. Because they like actually kind have... of iconic for that series. Yeah, but I I do I was thinking that it might not be a terrible idea to start doing that just to spice up the franchise a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's like, dude, okay, we get it. Every fucking Jurassic Park movie starts off the same way. It's like it's like a bunch of people and they're just like, glad that's over. We'll never do anything like that again. In fact, we should probably just. Shut this park down altogether. Unless. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> and they come up with some like ridiculous idea. They're like, what if we fucking moved it to fucking the middle of a city? Yeah. And then what if we what if we combined all the deadliest dinosaur DNA together and just made a dinosaur out of that? <laughs> just an ultimate killing machine that we'd, I don't know, have as a zoo exhibit. <laughs> And they're like, all right, you know, I was I was starting to think this dinosaur idea was bad, but now that you put it like that, <laughs> that we make them even more dangerous. <laughs> now we're starting to get somewhere. And then like halfway through the movie, some like idiot gets eaten, and you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. You know? And then they always have like some new dinosaur they break out that's like better than the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Which pisses me off. It's kind of the T-Rex never gets more shafted. The T-Rex is always shafted. He has his shine in the first and second movie. He's the boy. Everyone yeah. loves the Rex. Then in Jurassic Park... Well, he's, like, he's like the big villain in like the original Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. And then I think by three, there's another weird, like newer guy, and he's yeah. crazy. And then the only thing I remember about that movie is the, the ringtone. And it was this dinosaur that was half raptor, half T Rex, but somehow bigger than both. Xylophonia Saurus or (laughs) some shit. And it was like fucking huge. And then you're watching it, you're like, you know what? I didn't like the T Rex in the first two movies, but now I'm kind of rooting for him because he's supposed to be the best. Yeah. Well, and then in like the first Chris Pratt one, the T Rex is like, he's almost like a like Godzilla coming back to defeat the new monster. Yes. Yes, and I honestly forgot how fucking badass that ending is. Yeah. Mostly because the first time I saw it, I was in theaters and finished a whole bottle of Evan with Scott, 
And so I don't really remember if I remember the ending. Yeah, but then I think I, I snuck you guys into that. It's so dope. But I feel like now they're getting to the point with the series where they're like getting too much invested in like the like the character development of the dinosaurs. You know, like with mm-hmm. the raptors, the raptors have become like the literal protagonists of the movie now. Where you're like, you like feel like you know Blue, the yeah. raptor. And it's like, no, dude, I'm supposed to know Jeff Goldblum. Supposed to know Dr. Alan Grant. Not supposed to like be like wondering how this Raptor's relationship is going with his mother. This yeah. Raptor's supposed to be fucking shit up, and it's also supposed to have feathers. So like everything. And it's also like realistically just a tennis ball on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna watch it. it you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, are they running that series into the ground? Probably. But also, like, hey, no one else is doing dinosaur movies. Dinosaurs are cool. Dinosaurs are cool, but I just feel bad for the kids growing up today that will never know how fucking dope the original Jurassic... I mean, they might. They'll watch they it. They might go back and watch you it. You know? I mean, people went back and watched the you know old Star Wars shit. Yeah. I don't know. I made a fucking outdated reference uh, for the first time in my life. It hurt my feelings. How so? At the point... Um, you remember the Amanda show? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had this segment called The Girls' Room. Yeah. The Girls' Room. The Girls' Room. And it was like, it was like Amanda who was like, I think like she was like the stuck up, like preppy girl. And there was like this other chick that I think, if my memory serves me, I might be making this up, but I feel like there's one chick that was like more of like gothy kind of like, just like whatever. And there was Debbie who was like, like, let's just pull this baby yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Pull up, pull up The Girls' Room. Um, Debbie was uh, like the one that was like, like just stupid as shit and he's like I like eggs yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh so I'm sitting there after my show at the point and Liv my girlfriend Uh Joe's girlfriend and this other girl are sitting at the bar talking hold on one second and it just kind of reminded me of that like it just looked like they were just like gossiping and stuff and it reminded me of it. So out of nowhere, I just like run up to them and I'm like, the girls room. And they all just like stopped conversation and just stared at me. Right. What? I know. And I was like, you don't get how perfect this reference was. Because <laughs> literally all three of you are like the characters in the show. There was like one like ditzy chick, one that was like kind of like, like hipstery, kind of like whatever, and then one that was, like, kind of preppy. And it was so fucking flawless. And uh, none of them even knew what the fuck I was talking about. And so it made me feel like, damn, I'm old as shit. Here, I'll pull it up for everybody. Yeah. She's getting a suntan at one of those tanning salons. This is, what is this, like a fucking compilation? Yeah, I think it's a compilation of just the dumb girl. Let's see if this is better. Fucking stupid. (laughs) This is just, this is Sounds worse. (laughs) This is even worse. Why are they doing this? A remix of it? Or like, what the fuck? 
All right, thanks YouTube for ruining <laughs> the whole fucking show. I mean, seriously, ruining what, the reference. What the fuck was? Even yeah. YouTube was like, dude, you suck. <laughs> Terrible fucking reference. I hope. Uh, but Joe knew it, and Joe, but Joe had older siblings, mm. so he got it. But I was just like, dude, this sucks, man. Yeah, I guess that was just primetime millennial shit. Yeah, and it's weird when like. It, it, okay, I kind of get like where older people come from when this happens because, like, sometimes it's such a dead on reference. Yeah. But it, it falls on deaf ears. Yeah. You know, so it's like, no, you don't realize I am funny. You just Damn. don't know. Yeah, you're finally that guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And it's crazy that it's only like a six year gap. What? You guys never seen a new man show? <laughs> now? <laughs> Like, I'm Damn. fucking breaking into my fucking totally college. So this <laughs> one time, I went to the store, and he was like, we don't have any cigarettes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't hear you. We don't have any cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> totally. Everybody's like, dude, what are you doing? Damn. Like, yeah, it's ass. Remember that happened one other time when I was working at Melting Pot? And this was when I wasn't even old. But I could even see the beginnings of getting old, even when I was 24, was I made some reference. I, I said, like, this was in 2015. And I was saying, like, yeah, like some like basic chick with her leggings, Uggs, and North Face jacket. And then the hostess goes, nobody wears North Faces anymore. <laughs> it's Patagonia now. And I was like, oh. Jeez. Uh, it's like, yeah, there's that big of a difference between the two. Yeah, it's like I was trying to fucking make fun of you. With fleeces. Yeah, so I fucking blew it. Well, on the bright side, dude, uh, all my friends, including you, are going on international trips. Yeah. Tomorrow. Matt and Sig and their group of friends are going to uh, Puerto Rico, which is not international, but mm -hmm. that's pretty fucking close. Intercontinental. Intercontinental trip. You're going to fucking Germany. Can't yeah, imagine yeah. how stressed you are because I can't imagine you packed yet. Oh, yeah. I got to go pack. <laughs> that's classic dude thing. <laughs> yeah. I got to go pack. I got like a decent amount of shit to do tonight, but luckily it's not an early flight. Yeah. What, what time are you leaving? So the flight is at like five-ish or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's in Dulles. So Ooh. I think we're going to have my mom drive us down and uh, probably have to leave their house at like one or something. It's going to take like a decent bit to get down there. And you got to be like two hours early for an uh, international flight. Mm -hmm. I was because uh, I'm planning that trip for New York next weekend. And mm -hmm. I think it this is I think the big difference between guys and girls. If there's anything that defines the difference between guys and girls. It is our uh, openness to planning. Because mm -hmm. I never met a guy who's packed more than one day before his trip. No, nah, me neither. I never met that guy. In fact, I would almost think it was kind of weird. No, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I did laundry yesterday. Normally, I would have just done laundry today. And today? Then packed, you know? But like... I guess for an international trip, you were you like... You do one day early. I yeah. read. Let me at least... I, I online, read. <laughs> but like so i'm like planning this new york trip and Liv is like doing all this stuff and like she has like a whole like google docs like spreadsheet of different options for the hotels Jesus. and i'm just thinking like and like she like wants me to like pay attention and do all this stuff we're still 10 days out of this trip you know and i want to pay attention and do stuff but at the same time it's like i kind of want to do other stuff too yeah you know like 
I kind of want to like work on other things. Like, look, it's fucking New York. There's going to be a hotel. It's not like you're going to like try. It's not Ocean City where like you got to book a fucking hotel six months ahead of time. It's New York City. Like I'm going to fucking go online and look for available rooms in New York. And be like, oh, there's not a single room in the whole city that we can stay at Dress. because we waited until a week before we're going to New York. Like, honestly, you could realistically just drive to New York and see a hotel and be like, hey, let's stay there. Now, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no. But I could do that. And so, like, you know, with girls, they'll get, like, very stressed about that situation. And then that made me stress. And then I was thinking to myself, I was like, does the stress equal out? Because what I will do is I will not stress at all for a trip leading up until like I absolutely have to book something Mm -hmm. and then for like one hour I'm very stressed and I book it and it's done then when it's time to go to the airport I won't care all day I just live my life maybe pack the day of the night before the night before is even crazy for me like if I'm if I wake up ready to go that's insane yeah yeah and I but I'm, I'm not stressed and then for the 30 minute drive to BWI I am the most stressed I've ever been in my life like just like fucking absolutely out of my fucking mind um and it makes me wonder like does the stress equal out because on one end you have guys who don't give a shit at all until the last minute and then we care a lot and you're like speeding through the fucking airport and hoping there's not a line at the checkout thing I mean like my heart never races more than when I show up to the fucking airport but with girls, I feel like they'll be stressed about it on a low level for like a month out. And so she was trying to say to me, she's like, well, you need to be more stressed now. Or she wasn't saying that I need to be more stressed now. But she's like, well, yeah, you don't care now. But that's because you're going to be super stressed like the day of if you don't plan shit. And I'm like, yeah, but I would take I would rather take like not being stressed at all for like my whole time leading up to it. And just take like one quick burst of stress. Exactly. That's the guy mentality. You know, like, why would I care about this like leading up to? And it's like, you know, we planned a whole fucking beach trip for like 10 dudes last year. Mm -hmm. Was anybody stressed? Not really, no. I was never stressed, dude. No. The second you try, it's just like, it's different mentality, dude. It's a different mentality. But uh, that should be fun, dude. Scott's movie's premiering up there. Yeah, that'll be great. Actual Get people. To see the boy. Uh, he's staying in Brooklyn, obviously. I uh, wanted to stay course. in. Uh, I wanted to stay in Manhattan. I, I just, I texted him. I knew he'd be staying in Brooklyn, dude. You know. Um. But Manhattan's way more expensive. But also, it's like, I, I'm not super familiar with the city. Yeah, but- and that's like. You're going to be able to do all the shit you want to do there. Exactly. And not have to take like an hour long subway ride to do it. Mm-hmm. You got anything you want to touch upon here? Um. Yeah, actually, I had a decent bit to touch upon, but we can also save it for the next one. But okay. had a uh, had a fun weekend. Uh, I was doing like video stuff for Norman when he was at Magoobies. Mm. Um, so he had like five pretty much sold out shows. They're fucking killer. They're really fucking good. Nice. Um, it was cool seeing him again too. He's asking about you, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, we're, really? still, we're, we're still chilling. Oh, we're chilling. Oh, we're chilling. <laughs> uh, That's awesome, dude." And then went to Pun uh, Fest with him and Umar and Sahib and his opener uh, Chris Allen on Saturday. Pun mm-hmm. Fest was fun. 
Um, only went there for a little bit though, because I was like, I had to work that night. I had to like mm-hmm. go prep gear and shit. I was yeah. like, how oh, fuck? Yeah, this is the this is why I also didn't want to do this, but yeah. I will do this just because you're the boy. I pretty much told him I was like, dude, I probably wouldn't have said yes to doing this <laughs> if you hadn't done our podcast twice. Because <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Yeah, but. dude, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> That's awesome. Hunfest is fun. Yeah, Hunfest was cool. <laughs> was there a, a guy in a dunk tank? Ladies. No dunk tank. I don't know why. That's yeah. a hand in classic. You got to have the dunk tank. But at least they still have the ugly old ladies. They got the ugly old ladies. They got the, the liquor license so you can drink on the street that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a lot, of, uh, a lot of ugly couples. You know... Classic Hamden. Good yeah. times. You wanted to give Mark Norman the Baltimore experience, and you're not getting the Baltimore experience until you go to Hamden and see a bunch of ugly couples and old ladies. Exactly. And then you pretty much have, you a, just have a little pit beef, and you're good to go. A firm grasp on the city. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, dude. Well, I want to hold you up. Oh, no. No worries. I'm glad we got this in. Um, yeah. I guess I'll see you in, like... 10 or 12 days or something. Yeah, dude. Maybe maybe we'll have a little surprise for you when we yeah, come well, back at the reservoir and we're just doing an hour set. So anytime we're playing less than five hours, I consider that a real show because that means we actually have to be good the whole time. Um, so uh, that's uh, this Friday, June 17th at the reservoir in Towson. Uh, we'll be opening up for the Dirty Dogs all the way up from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh that's really the only thing I know about them, other than I, uh, one of the guys is Alex's coworker Jesse, who I'm really cool with. Um, but I didn't know anything else about them, so every time I try to describe the show to the band, I'm like, yeah, they're just from Fort Lauderdale. And John, the other, I was like, dude, they were like, he was like, dude, if you sell, if you tell me they're from Fort Lauderdale one more time, I'm gonna fucking hate you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about them, dude. They're from fucking Fort Lauderdale. You know, that should say everything you need to know. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's Friday, June 17th at the Reservoir in Towson. Um, we're going to be opening up, uh, doors eight. Well, really doors just whenever it's just a bar, just mm-hmm. show up. I think we're going to try to aim to start playing around nine. We'll do one or two sets and then let the Florida guys take it over the Florida boys. Hell yeah. Uh, other than that plugs this week, we got perennial every single Tuesday, five to eight thirty in Towson, the horse you came in on in Fells point. I'm there. This Wednesday, June 15th, and pretty much every Wednesday. Starting in July, we're switching to every other Wednesday. But for now, every Wednesday is all you need to know. With Jason Heiser, 9.30 to 1.30. High Tops in Timonium. Thursday, June 16th, 7 to 11. And uh, making our biannual return twice a year at CNR in Towson with the band. This Saturday, June 18th, 9 to 1. Towson? is probably going to have enough of sophomore this month. We've literally <laughs> played there three times in one week. So, uh, you know, get it while you can, boys. Get Break it while it's in, hot. Dude. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming you got no plugs unless you're playing a fucking pub in Ireland or something. Nah, I'm not doing shit. I'm on vacation, baby. Hey, laddie. All right, guys. Till next week. Peace. Peace. Real is on the rise. Fuck them other guys. I even gave them a chance to decide. Now it's something they know. They know, they know.